Uh, so we went. We all three of us uh, went and saw Avengers last night. What did you guys think? It was Avengers. It was almost as good as the first movie. Yeah, but not. I, I'm, it wasn't there. It's not nearly as good, but still no. pretty damn good. Because for a filler movie, it's really damn good. <laughs> like, would you really? Would you call it a filler movie, dude? Yeah, because I want to see the Infinity Wars, and I, that's that's not what this is. <laughs> that's true. This is still set up for that. Yes, and, and with Civil War coming up soon, mm-hmm. next year. But not, yeah, but it was still really good. Like, I mean, I Avenger, good like just below Avengers is still pretty damn high and good and better than a lot of the other Marvel movies. So you guys like Avengers one? Love it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Really good. Cool. Yeah, I love the first Avengers. I I really love that movie. Yes. And I quite enjoyed this one too. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, there was a few things that I was a little weirded, and I. I think this movie could have been edited down a little bit. There was, I think Apparently there was, a, it went a bit long. It was. It, it, yeah, it was three and a half hours, the original cut. <laughs> I would have watched That's that three and a half hours. I would have yes. watched that. I agree. Hey, I think all of us would have, and <laughs> I'll I'll buy that Blu-ray, and I will watch that cut if it's in there. But yeah. I, just, I think it could have been taken down even just a bit more. They could have taken uh, out that weird, like, ham-fisted love thing that they were trying to go I, for. That was one of the things I was like, I don't really think they need this. They didn't focus some... enough in it. Did, did in that ever movie? happen even in the comics? Those two? I have no idea. Well, it's not like that. It even matters. But... Yeah. And it, in, like, yes. the first Avengers, they were kind of pushing more of a, like, uh, Black Widow Hawkeye thing, right? Because mm-hmm. they had, like, the whole past together. But I guess they're just friends, which is kind of cool. But um, I, have a, I have a few issues with that movie. But overall, it was a fun time. You get to see the Avengers fighting the other Avengers. Mm-hmm. Um it's it's really funny. There's a lot of really yeah. great funny moments. Yeah. There are. Um, so Watching it reminded good. me how much I really like Tony Stark as a character. I didn't feel he of... was. I still felt like even Tony, like even Robert Downey Jr. I felt wasn't on top of his game in this film. He wasn't. Yeah, he, as... he had some good moments though. He did have some good moments. He had some. Sure. Yeah. Like he wasn't bad, but it seems almost like he was just kind of like. I don't really want to play Tony Stark this month <laughs> right now or something. <laughs> so he, I don't know. Well, he, I think fun. he's been he's been trying to get out of it for a bit. I think. Well, because that's basically who he is now, right? Like yeah. that's what he's typecast as, which is a pretty good thing to be typecast as, I guess. But man, I don't know. I'm more impressed that they actually made me start caring a little bit about Hawkeye because I yeah. they put a lot more of Hawkeye into this. Yeah. yeah. Can I I I want to I want to talk about Hawkeye and all his scenes, but I can't without being spoilery. So well, I'm going to save that for after, but they they focus a lot on Hawkeye at certain points in an interesting way. Yeah, I think I yeah. I know what you're kind of hinting at here. Yeah. And if it's what I'm thinking of, it's like, yes, I I agree. I was also thinking that when they switched it up or whatever, I, yeah, I think like I, 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 I knew they were going to be, they were going to switch that up because it would, they were making it too obvious. And I think, uh, I think Josh, I know exactly Josh what Whedon, we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, Josh Whedon does not make things obvious. No. So, um, I, I, I really liked Ultron. His character, um, almost every time he spoke, it was just like enjoyable to listen to because he was just he was so smarmy yeah and i love how much of a dick he was the whole still time mena- still menacing though the whole time too yeah but there was yeah. just like a weird like like it wasn't like the way he's talk wasn't exactly robotic which, no like it was oh, it was very human-like which i guess that's the point he's, he's supposed to be better than just a robot mm-hmm. but there was just like when he would do something like accidentally and be like oh sorry sorry but you're like <laughs> dude what what do you forgot yeah, about sorry that. that was good yeah our yeah, like the way he's 
I just really enjoyed the characterization of Ultron. It was it was always enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, no, I uh good movie. Um uh yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any other like specific moments that stuck out to me. I think I'll probably go see it again. I will I not think so. in theaters. I I didn't see Avengers 1 again. Probably won't see this one again. I did see Avengers did. 1 twice in theaters. Yeah, I, I saw it twice in yeah. theaters. I'll probably see this one again. Um, okay. I'm excited for Ant-Man uh, in a couple yeah. months. That, that trailer at the beginning yeah. actually made Ant-Man look really interesting. Yeah. Uh, I've seen that trailer before. They also, in mine, showed a, uh, the new uh, Fantastic Four trailer, which I didn't quite enjoy as much as the Wait. first Fantastic Four trailer. We didn't get I, a Fantastic I Four trailer. I didn't get that one. We got the new Mission Impossible. We got I didn't new get Mission that either. Oh. What? We, what the my, hell? I got a lot of trailers, because usually you get like three or four. We got like six. I'm Whoa. trying to think what all we got. We got a... Uh, so we got Ant-Man. Yeah. We got Jurassic World. Yes. Mission Impossible. No. Fantastic yes. Four. No. Tomorrowland. No. 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 Actually, I think that's um, the one we got. Was that the one with the rock? Bat- we got Batman vs. No, Superman. but we did... We Oh, I didn't get Batman vs. Superman. school. Cool. Uh, Tomorrowland is the one with George Clooney. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. The Disney one. Um, we did get the one with the rock, uh, San Andreas, which, hey. Yeah. Um, if anyone's going to fight GTA an it's going to be the rock. Good GTA. Mm-hmm. Um... I had heard that there was supposed to be a uh, Star Wars trailer in front there of us. I, I got, I that got a, yeah, I got a Star Wars trailer too. And it did was you the guys first go to trailer. like like a 3D showing yes. or an IMAX or something? 3D. Yeah. Okay. I was wondering because because I went to just like a, the one in downtown Berkeley, which is a small theater. So I was wondering maybe only the big theaters got it, but could be. Um, was it a brand new trailer for Star Wars? No, it was the second trailer they released. It, it was the first trailer for us. No, the one, the one with like the lightsaber with the hilt. That's the first trailer. Oh, yeah. really? You got that? That's one? the first. Yeah. No, I got the one with Luke talking. It's like the Force is strong in my family. Blah 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 blah. Nope, didn't get that one. I got That's the first the one. one. We got. <laughs> okay. What the oh, okay. fuck? Didn't we? There's like only one theater company in town. How did which, we get? Which one did you go to? I went to Landmark. I I went to Cineplex. Odeon, I that guess. actually might be why. That, there is yeah. more than one in Calgary because there's also oh. like silver. What is it? Silver Screen. Oh shit! You're right. I thought for sure they'd all been bought out at this point, or they were all under like, the same. There's company. like two silver screens that I know of. I don't know where La- Silver where City's Landmark gone. Is. It was bought silver out. Silver City's by gone. Landmark. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Famous Players or whatever is gone. It was bought out. Well, Famous yeah. Players was is Cineplex. Yeah, is it? that was yeah. just, that was just a branch of Cineplex. Out. Which one was it yeah. before? Empire Studios or something? I, th- I think Empire so. Thirteen. Em- Empire is a theater. I just don't know which. What it is. I, that yeah. my area when I was back in Calgary, it was just all cineplexes. Yeah. You know, Sh- it's in West Hills. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. But overall, yeah, we, you guys, we enjoyed the movie. Thumbs up. Yeah. Still I didn't have, it. A, I didn't have a bad time. I actually skipped work <laughs> to go see it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Um, is there an Avengers yes, 2 game? There, no, there's not an Avengers 2 game, but there is the like Marvel Heroes diablo type game that's free to play on i mean there was an avengers game last time which i reviewed (laughs) it's not good yeah i'm sure it's not um but anyway uh we bring that up because this is a is a podcast about video games that's right top down perspective uh may 1st it's gonna be may with um thank thank you mr timberlake justin timberlake that's the best picture on the internet right now it's gonna be may (laughs) it's like my Twitter is basically that photo, yeah. and then the next one is like that age thing, back and forth. Oh yeah, the age picture thing. 
Oh yeah, you're right. What is that's that? my what that's is my it? Twitter feed right now. What is something, that? It's, something it's some Microsoft website put out recently that you you put in a photo and it uh, tries to say what the age of the face is. Weird. Okay. Um, it's not very good but, from what I've seen. Yeah, from what I see, I just keep seeing people putting just like the weirdest faces in there, uh, like like the Ninja Turtles and stuff to see what <laughs> age their they the thing thinks it is. Yeah. How old are the Ninja Turtles? Oh, you know, I can't remember. It was a while back. I've seen so many of those ones. Um, or, like, Sim characters and stuff like that. Um, but anyway, yeah, so May 1st, uh, Sean Booker's here, John Wheeler's here, Yo. Paul Flex here. Yes. Um, I guess uh, so I moved. Anything exciting happened with you guys in the last week? No. I'm in a new place. No. No. I watched, I'm in I a new place. Hockey. I moved. Yeah, hockey's been happening here. Is is hockey exciting? No, <laughs> no, not um, after that first Flames game. Jesus, like it was. Flames, a, come, come on, John, it was expected. <laughs> like, I know, I know. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I I said this once uh, they beat Vancouver. Yeah, is the Flames? I expect to lose four to one in the series. I expect them to win one game, and it'll be the first home game. Sure. But I don't expect them to win any of the other games. If they do, I'll be pleasantly surprised. But I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. Anaheim is really fucking good, and I think they kind of showed it after that ridiculous 6-1 win on Thursday. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're pretty good, and unfortunately Flames is always a last-minute, fourth-period team, and that doesn't work when you're down six points. Yeah. So, got to come out a little bit stronger than that. But, yeah, we'll see. Flames are predictable, or unpredictable, rather, so who knows? Yeah. Who else is? Uh, who else are the Canadian teams still left in the Canadians versus Toronto uh, Thunder Bay? Uh, Tampa, yeah, yeah or Tampa yeah. Bay, yeah, yeah. That yeah. that match just ended, uh, double yep. overtime, two to one for Tampa. Does, wait, does yeah. that mean we're guaranteed third? What? Did you say there's only three teams left? No, there's only two Canadian teams left. F- there were five oh, when Canadian. it started, and then fucking four of them had to face off in the first round. <laughs> yeah. And the other one just got wrecked by Anaheim. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah, so this is only the, I guess, would you say this is the quarters now, or are these the semis? No, yeah, these are the quarters. Because next round's the semis. So, yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, there's eight teams left right now. Yeah. Well. Sports. I'm, I'm glad Detroit's I, gone. Fuck Detroit. Uh, yeah. I hate them. I, I, I hate I, that fucking team. I feel like Montreal might make it through, but it's going to be a hard-fought series, especially after that first game. Mm-hmm. Don't know about Calgary. I, uh, yeah, fucking Calgary, man. <laughs> They're a heartbreak to follow, so I try not to until it's over. Yeah. Yeah. Video Anyways. games! Yeah. Hockey is a game. Hockey is a game, yes. Yeah. Let's um, redo the intro. Top 10 perspective, I'm John Wheeler. You're John Wheeler. <laughs> uh, well, s- speaking of John Wheeler, uh, what have you been playing? Nothing. All right. Uh, <laughs> boom. Paul Don't even know why I'm here. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, thanks, John. Uh, you're, you're welcome to leave now. Sweet. Um, All right. I'm just going to start editing. No, I've, I've been basically taking this week to... Uh, edit and catch up on work and stuff to so work. the, the yeah. only work uh, the only gaming i've done is like street pass shit that's it 
Mm. So I've I've already got one of the new two Street Pass games almost complete. I've got two tickets to get off of it, and that's done. How's Street Passing going? Pretty good. Uh, I mean, I'm only Street Passing myself, more <laughs> or less. So which is kind of boring. That's the saddest thing I've ever it heard. Really, it, it, it really, that is really is. sad. It's, that's you're in a dark place if you're just street Thank passing you. yourself. I'm just I'm sitting in a room by myself, just like slowly drinking. Have you ever considered? Oh just wait, like wait, jumping on you're, a you're, bus and seeing who you street pass with. I'm not that desperate. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> by street passing yourself, is it because you have two 3ds's? Yeah, because I have the streaming one. Okay, all right. I just I just well, leave that wait. on. So yeah. You have wait. You have the streaming one, don't you? Have three then? Like what happened to no, your? Or, you... Yeah, I've got three, but I transferred everything off the okay. other one. So that one, oh, that one's just sitting in storage right now. Well, why don't you like make an account so you can hit you know street pass with that one too? It's twice as fast. He's not wrong. Me, yeah. myself, and I. Mm-hmm. Ed, Ed, and Eddie. You all three musketeers. I'll think about it. I'll think about yeah. it. I actually had not thought about that at all. So you should do that. <laughs> so dumb. That is so dumb. Yeah. Okay. That's um, great. Street pass games. Are they worth five bucks? Six yeah, bucks. Whatever it is. They're fun. Okay. All right. There you cool. go. Paul, what have you been playing? Uh, I got really into Hero Siege last night specifically. I bought the new DLC that came out. Uh, on the 30th. I guess that was yesterday, right? What day is it today? Yes. So, new DLC came out for it, so I It's going to be May. <laughs> it is May. Thank you, thank you Mr. Timberlake, yeah. again. Yeah, no problem. Any Anytime. Okay. We'll make sure uh, to get you a calendar for next episode. <laughs> there's a calendar on my computer, so... I have that. Um, I've been playing the... Is it a Justin head. Timberlake calendar? And it is, actually. it's going to be May? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it only works once a year, though, so I kind of look it's forward to re- it. For really it. inefficient calendar? It's the worst calendar. That's all <laughs> so, it's like, so it's basically, is it Christmas.com? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but for May 1st. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, so the DLC is the depths of hell. It adds a new act, a bunch of new stuff, and a new character. So I've been trying the new character, the Fallen Paladin, out. It's pretty good. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know, Hero Siege is a top-down game, kind of in the same vein as top-down game. Oh, don't drink or drive. Just don't do either. Don't do either. No. Uh, it's very much like Binding of Isaac with RPG elements and you carry over the progress so you actually level up and you can put stat points in and stuff like that and it's wave based so you're not moving from room to room you go to like a giant level and then waves of things will attack you and you have to survive sort of thing it's really really fun that new class is really really fun and we finally got the multiplayer working just today so I played a little bit with uh, my friend Ben there for a bit so that was really good and that game continues to be really good. If you like Binding of Isaac, I would recommend checking it out if it's ever on sale. It's a pretty good game. It's e- even if it's not on sale, like you can get a four pack for twenty bucks. It's only like a five dollar cool. game or whatever. Sure. So that's really good. Uh, continues to be really good. Other than that, I've been playing The Legend of Korra, that platinum game that came out. Okay. Why? Because it's really good. <laughs> Wait, what? It is actually really good. So Everyone trashed it. Why did everyone trash it? I haven't actually read any reviews on it. Uh, also, it's on sale right now for 8 bucks. Oh, maybe that's, that's why. Yeah, it like it got a 49 on Metacritic. Okay, so th- the biggest problem I have with the game 
is that the game itself runs at a very nice fluid 60 frame plus per second and it's cut up with like scenes from the anime for like cutscenes which is like 24 frames per second like for TV sort of thing so you can see the difference is really gross between what we accept for like regular animation quality and then gameplay quality other than that okay. I do really like it it's a it's like a third person beat em up I would say hack and slash but you don't really hack and slash it plays very much like a devil may cry only you're using the different element powers and stuff like that what I like about it is that it stays true to in the anime or in the cartoon or whatever every element is been they bend it by doing like certain dance moves basically like tai chi is for like the water thing and a very like strong stompy style for like earth bending and stuff like that and that carries over in this game so the animations like fit with the movements that you would see in the in the cartoon um the biggest problem i'm having with it right now is that it's maybe unnecessarily hard in a lot of respects like they want you to do a lot of counters and a lot of dodging and stuff and that's not necessarily the type of gameplay i enjoy from platinum platinum's much better at doing the verbose like overstated fucking like just giant set piece stuff where you go in and just take a bunch of dudes out so it does feel I don't know, like Metal Gear Rising was pretty counter heavy yeah. yeah, but it was still gimmicky, though. Like, so there was a fun in it. <laughs> Whereas, okay. I mean, like, it had big set pieces at the end of the fight, that's for sure. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, maybe it's just the fact that I got it for super cheap. It's on sale for 8 bucks, so, like, I wasn't really losing anything out of it, and I'm quite enjoying a lot of stuff in it. Uh, I need to play more of it, though, because... Mm. It uh, if sp- you go in the corner and just hit B, do you get all the achievements? <laughs> <laughs> no, you will lose and die. you will die. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. B is the jump it, button. In this so game. clearly, it's not as good a game as that other one. <laughs> as the last Airbender game on the 360. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I heard about that. The easy yep. points. So yep. I, I looked it I up. Have and them. Apparently, the PC one is 64 on Metacritic. So the Xbox One version, the one that had the most reviews, was 49. What's the difference? Just a frame rate. Or I, just more reviews, really. Oh, just it. more reviews. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> PC right. version had like seven reviews and then put it at 64, and the Xbox One had fi- uh, 15, I think. It makes me wonder now, though. 13. What, what they're saying on uh, Steam. Very positive. What? As a, wow. As, yeah. Out of 1,260 reviews. Uh, well, out of that many reviews, 1,115 are positive, 145 are negative. Wow. So yeah, they all it's all averaging for user reviews around the 6 point range for user reviews on Metacritic. Okay, cool. Uh I'm pleasantly surprised cuz I had heard in passing that some a lot of people didn't like it or whatever, but it does feel like a Platinum B team probably worked on this in their spare time or something. But that being said, it's still really like it plays very well. It it's probably a lot of people probably didn't like it as much because it's the B team, so they had high expectations because it's platinum. Oh, I didn't have any expectation at all. Well, then there you go. You're enjoying it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we exactly. cracked the code. Yeah. See, that's why I don't like watching trailers for stuff or getting part of the hype train. Because if you don't 
hype yourself up for something, you might actually enjoy something for once. That's how I figure. Um, other than that, I've been playing Dirty Bomb. I don't know what this is. <laughs> Sounds familiar. It's, yeah, so this is in closed beta right now. You can buy game access to it if you want, but don't do that because that's a scheme. It's a free-to-play game. Um, it is a team-based first-person shooter where you... It's usually one team is capturing objectives and the other team is trying to hold them off. But it plays almost like a Team Fortress type style. Like you're... So it's a class-based shooter? It is class-based. You can choose between three classes to have. In, the classes are like little cards, basically, and you would pick three cards for your loadout, and you can change between them in the match, so you can't always just be a sniper unless you have like that sniper perk or class or whatever as one of your options. So you kind of set into stone that I want like maybe an assault character, a sniper and the medic the medic feels really overpowered which is kind of a problem to, for me because she has a shotgun and in a fast-paced like twitch shooting thing shotguns are usually the easiest to just shoot people down with and then you can heal as well and bring team members that sounds great as dead. i like playing as medic so it sounds good for me no yeah it's really fun i think that's the problem though is that the other one the other classes don't feel as fun so they still okay. have a f- few things to tweak, I think. Other than that, it's just kind of something you jump in and have a few games with. The games feel really fast. Like, they're about 10 minutes each, maybe. So you can jump in, get... I had... Like, I was thinking I should probably go to bed, but I'm going to check this out so I can say something about it on the podcast. I jumped in, and I played three games, and then I was tired. Like, it was half an hour, and I played three games. So that was pretty fun. The... Map objectives are okay. It seems that a lot of the maps favor the people defending, though, because they don't have to capture another objective. They just have to shoot the dudes. Well, the dudes have to, like, hold positions and then capture objectives, which is a little kind of uneven, I think. So I found I was not having as good of a time being the ones trying to, like, assault, basically, like, blow up the objectives and stuff. But then I started getting crazy amounts of uh, experience for, like, my player level or whatever and increasing in rank really quickly when I went on the other team and all I had to worry about was keeping dudes alive and killing anybody that came through a doorway. So there's weird imbalances to it that I'm not a huge fan of, but it's kind of fun that way too because if you're on the unbalanced side, like, for the good, then you're going to have a lot of fun. Otherwise, you're kind of trying to go uphill basically and it's not very fun on the other side um i don't know though as a free-to-play game i think it would be pretty good i think it probably has to be free to play because it doesn't really offer anything really new or interesting with it it feels very much like a counter-strike go down to the thing where the ui looks like counter-strike go and uh you get cases or whatever and that's how you get like new weapons and stuff it's very much that style so it's a very uh-huh. much a free-to-play shooter, but I'm kind of enjoying it, so I'll give it a little bit more, and we'll see where it goes from here. But other than that, that's it. Okay, what have I been playing? Um, okay, so I actually played this uh, for last week's, and I just completely forgot about it uh, last week's show. Um, Never Alone, it's one of the current PlayStation Plus games, although it's May 1st, so maybe they switched... Um, but it's uh, it's a side-scrolling platformer uh, that I don't recommend playing. Um, okay, it's it, it's it, 
the character movement is just bizarre. Like, you're jumping way farther than you should be able to sometimes, and uh, other times you can hardly jump, but if there's wind, you'll go really far, and it just seems really, like, just way too loose, and, and I just don't like the platforming element as well. And you control... The whole game is set up as you're like a... Um, you're like an, uh, a native, not a, sorry, uh, you're like an Inuit uh, person, um, like from up north. Yeah. And you're in like the, you know, the frozen tundra and stuff like that. But do um, you also encounter this fox or this wolf? I think it's a fox who will run alongside you and you can control both. And you, and you can play it co-op. Um, but if you don't, you have to just kind of one at a time control one and then one time control the other. And just often, like, one character... Because the other one will, like, follow them around. Where I'd have one character just, like, fall off the edge because the AI was controlling it badly and following me. Which made me have to, like, restart sections because they can't go in the water and stuff like that. And it's just... I, I didn't quite like it. But if you guys have played um, Valiant Hearts, it's similar in the way that they give you actual information. Okay. Um, like, history stuff. Like, every time you do a little section, you will get... I guess they were making like a documentary at the same time, so you get you'll get like a video feature of like this clan or of the Inuit people that mm. you can watch cool. and stuff like that. So um, that part's kind of interesting, um, but as a game, I just I didn't really enjoy playing it. I didn't finish it. I only put about an hour into it. I thought it looked um, really pretty. It looked fine, but I I, I just I, I didn't really have much fun with that. Fair enough. I went back to uh, Crypt of the Necrodancer yeah, because did. that game uh, finally came out uh, out of um, early access. Yes. Uh, and they changed... I didn't say they changed, but they added a lot to it. Yeah, they did. Um, they have their fourth world. I haven't checked that out yet. But now all the uh, weapons and items have a description above them when you pick them up, which is kind of nice. Yep. There's a bunch more modifiers in there to like change... Uh, uh, just like they'll turn off the lights on you and stuff like that, or or make you invisible and like like there's just tons of new uh, weapons and and items to use. Uh, there's new bosses and there's even little like entry things uh, like like splash cards when the bosses fights yep. begin, and they're all like little puns on music things. There's cutscenes now between worlds, which is interesting. So and there's the actually a story. Too. Is there an intro cutscene? Yes, there is. Mm-hmm. There was an early access. Well, there was when you yeah. first like when it's loading, yeah, and she like she it's like she, she falls through like the grave and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was there before, but this has cutscenes between worlds, like oh, where there's yeah, a story, yeah. like you're hearing yeah. about her father and her. Oh uh, yeah, I was just telling like you. That. I was just telling you that's the start of the story, is the intro one. So yeah, yeah, and that that was there before, yeah, but now they have more to that stuff. Um. And I actually played it this time on with the keyboard, and I prefer that over the gamepad. Oh, yeah. I've never Main, played the gamepad. I played the gamepad, and it was fine. Okay. But one of the issues was always when it's like, how do I press up and down at the same time? Do they want me to hit, like, Y and down on the D-pad? Like, that mm. seems annoying. But on the keyboard, you can do that. Yeah. Um, so at that point, I was like, oh, keyboard's the way to go. Um, I even tried out co-op with on the keyboard like one of us was using WASD while the other one used uh the um the direction pad nice the arrow keys um and you know that was that was interesting too um but yeah no crypto necro dancer uh still great just got better um so that's exciting uh that whole soundtrack is now online as well and it's fantastic still 
Uh, so if you've played Crypt of the Necrodancer and it's been a while, I would recommend jumping back in uh, to see some of the updates. Probably the game I've spent the most time this week with is an iOS game called Alto's Adventure. Okay. Uh, it's an endless runner, specifically an endless snowboarder. The art style, like, color-wise and, like, um, like it's a really kind of simple hand-drawn... I don't, I don't It's not hand-drawn. But the art style looks very similar to Monument Valley, if you guys ever saw screenshots of that. Like, lots of uh, solid colors and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um... But the premise is, you are a snowboarder on the top of, like, a mountain or whatever. You know, you're at your house. And all of your llamas run away down the hill. Oh, so no. So you have to chase... So you have to snowboard after them. But turns out, you have, like, an infinite number of llamas. Because you just keep coming across more llamas and scooping them up. Which is great. That's <laughs> really great. And uh, you can grind and you're doing backflips and stuff. But every now and then, you come across, like, an elder. Who's just having a campfire... But he doesn't want to put up with the bullshit of some teenage guy snowboarding past him. So he starts chasing you with his sword. So you have to outrun him sometimes. And you're jumping over cliffs and stuff. And it's really great. It was it went on sale last week. Um, it's normally $3. It was, it was 2 I don't know if it still is. Um, I don't know if it's on Android. I'm assuming, it's an, I'm assuming it must be on Android. But I would highly recommend it to you two. Okay. Um, it's really great. It does the whole like you know you have three objectives while for each uh, each time you go and do your run to try and complete and they all make you interact with the world like differently and stuff like they'll be like try and backflip onto a grind or try to go from a grind to a backflip to a grind and you slowly get better and better. There's a series of characters you can unlock, um, which they all have different ways they uh, or like they have different stats. So ones can backflip faster, ones can. Uh, snowboard faster um, you can also upgrade um, stuff in the shop uh, by spending the coins you get and it's not like a one time thing like it'll stay with you which is really nice um, but yeah the game uh, just looks really nice um, there's like a day night cycle so it looks really good, cool at night when everything's all silhouetted uh, it's a really gorgeous looking game and I'm having just a ton of fun with it I'm quite addicted to it at the moment Cool. Um, so yeah Alto's Adventure it's on iOS for sure. Um, I'm continuing with VLR. Nothing really else to say about that. Still fine. And uh, just today I started up Broken Age Act 2. Okay. Because um, that, that finally finished up last week. Mm-hmm. Um, don't have too much to say. It's not really different. Um, if I guess if you've played the first act, um, it's it's more of that. Uh, the environments are basically the exact same because uh, I, I'm trying not to get too spoilery for Act 1, although that did come out a year ago. But, like, basically the two characters, because there's, like, two stories going on, they basically switch places at the end of the first act. Uh, so you're kind of just going through the same environments again, but with a new character. Um, so... You know, on one hand, it's kind of a bummer to see, like, it's been so long since the first act, and I'm kind of hanging out in, like, the same, you know, it's the same artwork and whatnot. Um, but I guess we can kind of look at it as, like, you know, this game was originally meant to be just one full thing. Um, so there is that. Uh, the game is, is quite funny. I definitely, uh, um, I wouldn't say laughed out loud, but I definitely, like, chuckled uh, quite often uh, playing the bit I have. I put about two hours into it. Um but I, I, I'm pretty sure I'm not even, like, halfway because I'm going really slow with the puzzles. Um, but I hopefully I'll finish up that 
finish it up this week. But um, yeah, that's out for people in case they didn't uh, know about that. You can finish up Broken Age now. Um, cool. And that's all I played this week. Let's go on to the news. All right, we got a bunch this time around. There's some weird ones too. So yeah, for the news here, starting with weird. <laughs> I didn't uh, put like any news headlines for this one because basically this is what they did. Konami throws up his middle fingers and said, "We're fucking out." So they pulled out of the New York Stock Exchange completely. Mm-hmm. So they're no longer there. They were just like Metal Gear, or not Metal Gears. Um, well, they took Hideo Kojima's name off Metal Gear games. Then they put it back on. Right. They did. They, yeah. When did they put it back on? Uh, that was a week later, a little less. I don't think it's it, back on. It, it's back on. It is confirmed to be back on. I'll even double check. No, because Hideo Kojima's gone. Yes. No, he's still there. Like that happened a while. No, Hideo Kojima left weeks ago. He's still there for Metal Gear. Even with all the stupid shit going on, he said he's not leaving till Metal Gear. Oh, I oh well. He, there's some oversight, but the, like the main news with Konami this week was that Silent Hills is gone. It's done. Silent They're Hills not doing that is anymore. done. But I mean, so, you knew that was going to happen when you heard Guillermo del Toro is no longer attached to the project last week. <laughs> like right, yeah. So this yeah. kind of all happened last week as people found out that PT was getting taken down, and then Guillermo del Toro started saying like you know he's done with it and that was kind of vague like is that mean the game's not being done or are you just your parts done yeah then norman reedus uh the who the main characters uh, modeled after said nope that game's not happening and then it was finally announced that silent hills is no longer happening yes which i'm sure is direct thing because kojima is has left konami yes and that, that was his thing so uh are you bummed out? Were you excited for Silent Hills? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, also, um, PT is no longer available as of this recording. Yeah. Yeah. It was taken down. I think the yesterday, the twenty ninth. Two days ago. Twenty ninth. Yeah. yeah. I actually put it like in my download queue just to like have it in case. Like, why not? You know what's funny um, about that is I don't know if you guys follow Nathan on Twitter still or like ever see his tweets. Yes, he, he tweeted something about how Konami forced his hand, and they went out and bought a PS4 just to download it. Yes, yeah. I definitely saw that. That's <laughs> he, that's a weird thing. To Did do. you hear? Like people are selling their PS4s on eBay with the PT demo on it <laughs> for like a thousand bucks. I saw a thousand was one of the prices. I, no one had bid on it yet, but they were asking for a thousand. You know, a hacker is um, gonna like break their their OS and just put it on a torrent at some point. <laughs> like it's, it'll be there someday, but sure. Just not now or easily. Right. Someone um, is listening to the PT demo with share play for 24 bucks. They're willing to share play off oh, of their PS4. Oh so you can god. play it. That's brilliant. Oh my <laughs> God. That's crazy. What a weird, that my, is such a weird idea. My head, it hurts. <laughs> Someone has a 500 gig PS4 with PT installed for 840 dollars Canadian. Ends in 11 hours, no bids. Uh, wait, so another one's wait, a, which for, is Sharepoint for 666 dollars and 19 cents? Another one. Is it no, any bids? Do any of these no have bids? bids? Okay. Uh, I was asking. No, is Sharepoint the, now? Is that the Vita one, where you can control it with the Vita? No, that's where like you. It's like the option where you the director seat or whatever the fuck it's called. You know how oh, you is can, this where like, like, someone else takes over? Yeah, so someone else could play oh, okay. from their PS4 on your account. 
Someone right. else okay. is selling, yeah, selling their account for 25 bucks. Access to it. 666 for this one. Oh my god, another one. Uh, PS4 console with rare PT, PT demo, 500 gig hard drive, free US shipping, $1,514 Canadian, or best offer. Or best is, offer. Is there, are there, again, are there bids on any of these? Uh, a lot of these are actually just buy it now. Oh, the ones okay. that the ones that do <laughs> this one here has a uh, auction up for six hundred dollars Canadian, no bids, or buy it now for a thousand ninety. Wow! There are so many of these. Holy shit! There, like, and most of them are listed for over a thousand bucks Canadian. It's insane. Who, who's who's gonna buy that? It's the same people that would buy mods for a game. What? Like, no. <laughs> people that okay, care too um, much about dumb shit. And not enough about money, damn it. But I guess with Konami, it seems like they're just, like, focusing on, like, Metal Gear and and soccer? I don't know. Yeah, Pro like, Evolution Soccer. Kono- that's Konami that's all they had at E3 the last place. year. Those were the only yeah. two games they had at E3 last year. Yeah. yeah. But Silent Hills was a pretty big announcement. Like, people were yeah. excited about that. Oh, yeah. Huge. Um, And they did it right, too, with the PT trailer and all that stuff, too. So, it's too right. bad. But now they care about slot machines. That is where I mean, their that's money where they go. made all their money in Japan. So it's true. Well, they also have uh, health clubs in Japan and health Windows. clubs. That's wasn't right. that actually the part that got delisted off the New York Stock Exchange was like their gambling division, not their actual gaming division. No, they said they pulled all of it, and I'm guessing it's because their gaming division is losing so much it looks bad to the stockholders. Hmm. Well, no, I, I heard rumors that they removed it because PT, they, they did it before the PT announcement. Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah. So, Paul, you have, the, you have the paid mod stuff here. Yeah. Uh, we mentioned that last week. Did you? Was there m- the paying for mods? Yeah, we mentioned that last week, didn't we? Yeah. I believe so, yeah. Yeah, you um, didn't mention that it's already gone, though, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The backlash so I was asking, was like, so did more big. happen? Yeah, the backlash was so big that Steam was like, okay, this was a bad idea, so they took paid bonds out. <laughs> right. For now, anyways, for Skyrim. So Right. It was only for Skyrim. At, it was so only far. for Skyrim. Skyrim they chose to be kind of like the grounds to test all this sort of stuff out. And that modding community is kind of ferocious about their mods for that game. So people started taking advantage of the paid mods, releasing like copywritten art for like the swords and stuff like there was a lot of lord of the rings mods and stuff that people were trying to sell which is totally illegal because you're infringing on someone else's ip completely not even skyrim's um there was people putting a free version of a mod up and then putting ads in the mod so there was one specifically i guess that's like a mod for like spells or something the free version you would cast spells and then every certain amount of spells you would cast in game a thing would say you should try out the paid version here sort of thing so modders were actually putting ads inside the game and stuff like that for their paid mods it became a huge gross thing and steam was like we can't this was a bad idea so they put the kibosh on it not to mention the fact that the developers of the mods were only getting 25% because Bethesda decided their cut should be 45% for everything the mods do and that pissed a lot of people off too. It was just a huge shitstorm and they wanted out so they said we're not going to do this right now but they never said that they will never do it again. They just said it was a bad idea to start with Skyrim. So 
we'll see. We'll see what happens, but the internet kind of spoke out on that one. I. It's interesting I, that people don't like that, but then there's stuff for, like, like Dota, people will make, like, new skins and, and charge for that, and people are fine with that. That's owned like, by what, Valve, though, because Valve always takes 30%. Uh, for, uh, for a cut so the 30 percent on like the dollar or whatever the modder is still getting 70 percent of that dollar like are they just upset that mods are getting such as the modders are getting a small percentage or are they just upset yes. that like mods in general up to this point have been a free yes like everything you're about to say and, they're upset about well then well, my question becomes why are they not upset about the the paid stuff that people make for like dota 2 be, like I know it's a smaller yeah. mod, but it's still uh, something people someone's creating for it and then selling it. Yeah, um, like how's it how's it that different? There are some problems with. Okay, so some of the Skyrim mods actually make that game better. They unbreak Bethesda bol- Bethesda's bullshit when they created the game. Like they make the textures look better, they make it run better, all that sort of stuff. So they're kind of patches almost some of these mods to make the game just an actual enjoyable experience. Sure. Whereas in Dota, it is all just like, do you want your Crystal Maiden to have like different hair? Like it doesn't matter at all because you don't even see it most of the time. Maybe that's also part of it. I think the biggest problem is that there was the price debacle, basically, where people were saying, well, y- you say that you want modders to be able to make a living off of this. There's no way they can make a living off 25% of like... 50 cents or a dollar or whatever they're charging their mods for or they're going to have to charge astronomical prices they're mad at the modding community like the modding community is mad at each other for doing some gross practices like the in mod ads that were coming out or the gross things that were on the front page just like five dollars for a skin for your sword just shit like that it the the hundred dollars for the realistic uh horse testicles did you see that one? I don't one? think you need yeah. to be. Yeah. I don't think the the you need to make a living off it is like a fair point because like I'm like I'm not totally against charging for it. Like I know the like the percentage split is is not ideal, but you know yeah. if someone spends like a huge chunk of time on their mod, like at wanting you know wanting to charge for it that should be up to them and they should be allowed to do that i think that's and the like, idea and that yeah. might even incentivize people to to go Step the extra bit up. further yeah. yeah exactly and like so you know you don't have to do everything it's like well i can't make a living on this or i'm not going to do it but mm. if you're doing it in your free time anyway and you can get compensated for it i'm sure some people would be like that's great in theory it is yeah the problem is that a lot of this stuff was going to the reskinners who only have to spend maybe like a couple hours in photoshop and then putting something up and getting paid more than the dude that spent three months trying to make sure that like the game run ran better or something like well ideally at that point you would just have some kind of like filter system or just word of mouth you would look into and be like i actually don't and actually now i think about it they had like a return policy for this. They had the twenty-four hour thing. They did. Oh yeah, right. I forgot about that. So yeah. you could go into it and be like, actually, I don't want this. People were and mad you about would that get credit because back at least. Yeah, people were mad about that because it wasn't a full refund. It was credit for other Steam stuff, basically. It right. was Steam money. But I feel like. But odds are you're going to spend that money on Steam anyways. You would. That's what I'm saying. Is I'm, if if I'm assuming. Exactly what I'm assuming is if you're the kind of person who's okay paying for a mod you're probably fine paying for a different mod or a Steam game 
or something. You're not. It's. I doubt it was the first time you've ever put money into st- Steam. Like you already had to buy the game. Yeah. So you've already put money into the system once. Yeah. So. I think it was um, Valve's lack of transparency and a lot of stuff they were hoping to do with it. Um, their lack of. I mean, Bethesda's just gross greeniness for wanting 45% of work they didn't even do for one thing. Um, Steam's inability to hire people to curate all that stuff and the internet being impatient and not... The thing is, you're right, if it's curated and, like, this cream of the crop rises to the top of the page and then that's what you see for $5 and stuff, that's really good. However, you need two things. You either need the people in the storefront curating all of that stuff and saying, okay, this horse testicles bullshit has to go, which Steam will never do because they don't like to get into the censorship deal, so they try to leave things open, and they don't want to hire a thousand people to basically just look at mods all day, make sure what works, what doesn't. And the second thing you need is you need a huge active community that will, over time, just do that themselves, and you cannot do that in one week, and the internet is impatient. So... It could work yeah, in theory. That, that's a fair point. That's yeah. yeah. But I feel like that almost becomes yeah, the community's job to like well it does. people are like it almost becomes like this is why we have people who review video games. The, and I'm I'm sure if this stuck, that people would start I'm sure people already review mods or test out tons of mods and recommend yeah. mods. There's a um, what is so, it, the Nexus, Open Nexus or something? There's an actual huge mod community ran by some people, specifically one dude who created it years ago. And apparently they didn't, like, Steam knows, Valve knows about this dude, and, like, they've been in talks before, and they're saying, well, out of our 30% cut, we want to make sure that the Nexus or whatever gets 5% of that so they can keep up. Like, they don't want to ha- hold a monopoly over, like, modding, basically. So they want to help out the like sites and the communities that already have a huge modding scene with it to kind of back them up or whatever. But what he was saying, his name's Robin. I can't remember his last name. What he was saying is that he was pissed off that he's like, I've been doing this. I've been part of this modding scene for like 14 fucking years. Why didn't you just reach out, send me an email or talk to me on Skype and like, let me consult you about how you should do this they are not asking the people that have already been on the front lines dealing with like all this bullshit on their sites and whatever of people uploading the horse testicles and what you can sell and what you can't or paid subscriptions and all that they just kind of thought they could do it themselves and i think it was their arrogance that pissed off a lot of the people in the modding community as well because there are so many people that could have helped them make this transition but they just decided nah we're gonna do this (laughs) i don't know there's a it's basically one of those things that they pushed the domino and it pissed off all different people for all different reasons, and it's the internet, so everybody's just angry <laughs> all the yeah. time. True. I don't know. Yep. Yeah. All right. Before we move on to the next story, um, I looked on eBay Canada. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I found I found two that sold. Oh no! Oh man. First one, uh, 500 gig PS4, comes with The Last of Us Remastered and the PT demo installed, sold for $478 Canadian, and I believe that system right now is 400 or 450 normally in stores. Okay, that's, that's not a terrible so deal. So that's, yeah. that's reasonable. Yeah. Uh, the, the other one, however, uh, $1,090, mm. sorry, plus Why? 8 bucks shipping. It, all it says is PS4 with PT demo installed. Wait, plus how much shipping? 8 bucks. 
Nice. I love the little eight bucks, like little stab at the end there too. Yeah, that that uh, the first one I listed, the four hundred seventy eight dollar one, sixty four dollars in shipping. Well, maybe the guy was like, "Hey, I'm getting a thousand dollars of this. I'll cover the majority of the shipping for you." Yeah, I feel like you probably could. You only got one bid, but apparently it was enough to sell. Oh wow! Like, there's a reason people do dumb shit like this because they it usually works. That that makes me sad. Ugh. Like, just go to a friend's house and play PT, or pay someone less than a thousand dollars to borrow their PlayStation for a couple days. Anyway, uh, what's the new, next news story? All right. So speaking of Valve, they actually introduced developers being allowed to ban hackers and cheaters from their own services now, because before it was a lot of it was in-house. Uh, Vax stuff, the Valve anti-cheat system and all that sort of thing. And this was a big problem specifically with stuff like Daisy or whatnot, where you could report, like a player could report to them, but then they would have to go through Valve to get that person's Steam ID like banned from the game and stuff. They're kind of letting go and letting the game developers start handling that stuff on their own, which okay. is great. Like, that should have been there. I mean, it's stupid that we're, this is even news. That's how it should have always been, but whatever. I I mean, it was just worth mentioning. Not a whole lot to talk about. I mean, about. I don't know if that's how like, it needs to... It should have been. It, um, it, I guess this is, it would be faster this way. Like, as long as they're getting banned... Yeah, yeah. Th- the sooner the better, I guess. Like, but, uh, as long I mean, as someone's like, doing it. The developer would have more care in like their online communities than Valve might, right? So it's kind of like, well... First of all, you're getting rid of the middleman, and now it's like, no, I want this guy out of my, say, forums or whatever. If we had top-down perspective forums, it would be better to be able to ban this asshole, like, ourselves than having to go through, like, some hosting company, and then maybe two days later they get to it. Yeah, sure. If it, yeah, yeah, if it's faster and easier, yeah, get it yeah. done right away. It's yep. it's gross that that's even news <laughs> because it wasn't there before, So, but that's there now. Okay, I know very little about this next one. It just popped up on my Twitter like, all right, and, I know more about this one. Yeah. So, Platonic Games is a company made of ex-Rare employees uh, that were all around during the Super Nintendo and the N64 era, basically the golden era of Rare. And Whoa, today hey, they... Viva Pinata, come, come on. No, there's some Viva Pinata people on there as well. I'm just saying, like, golden era, Viva Pinata came out after that era. So, right. But, yeah, if you ask anyone down. what's the best time of Rare, they'll probably say the N64 era. But yeah, um, they uh, today they revealed their Kickstarter for Ukulele, which is their uh, spiritual successor to Banjo Kazooie. So it is a 3D platformer collectathon, and uh, they were originally asking for let me find it again, 175,000 uh, pounds. It doesn't look like euros, and they are currently at 881,000 pounds. Jesus! All right, cool. So. That's yeah, so that is closing into I think uh, I think a million pounds is two million Canadian. I believe that is roughly the transfer rate. So uh, all their they had all their uh, stretch goals listed. I mean, they they have it in million. like American. They have it in American dollars here. They were asking for two hundred and seventy thousand and and change, and they're up to one point three million. Yeah. Uh, all their they had all their stretch goals listed up to a million pounds, and uh, they're almost already there. <laughs> they only have one yeah. left. Uh, they made their I think goal it's, in I under think it's an euros. hour. They said they yeah it, sure was it was twenty eight minutes. It was twenty eight minutes. Yeah, I believe that's the GBP symbol. 
I might the be little wrong. e thing. Yeah, that's 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 euros. Pound is like an L looking yeah, thing. Yeah, it's true. That is correct. No, that I'm is literally looking at something is. and it's. I'm looking it's at the UK pound and that is the pound symbol. Okay. Let me look at their actual Kickstarter because I've. I'm looking at the. Page. I'm looking at the Kickstarter page. I haven't looked at their page yet. Yeah, the euro is just in like a C with two lines in it. That is the pound. Yeah, that kind of looks like an. That's not. No, isn't pound the one that looks similar to an L? Guys, no, that's a pound. Relax. Wait. Now we're having a currency discussion because wait, no one knows. Euros, we're all fucking euro crazy. symbol. Is the C dude, with the It even lines. says in the rewards no, dude, what that's it the says pound. in the rewards. Like on the Kickstarter page, that is the pound symbol. Yes, thank you. I'm looking at the yeah. Kickstarter page and it's the Euro symbol. No, it's no. not. <laughs> Look at the rewards. It even lists its things in Euros. <laughs> that's what I'm looking at. Well you're looking at the rewards? Okay, this is... what, what are you looking at, Sean? On the the right hand side, they're like the tiers. Yeah. It has the this Euro. This is approximately symbol. blank USD, blank Euro. The actual Kickstarter itself is listed in pounds. Yes. At the top, it's listed in American yeah. dollars for me. Oh, really? That's weird, because that it's listed weird. in pounds. Okay. All right. Either way, the C with the two lines is euro. Yes. Y- even yes. in the chat, they're saying that. And the yeah. one that looks like the L with the one line through it's it pound. is the pound. Yeah. yeah. So this is where okay. the confusion came from, because we saw the pound, and you saw euros slightly farther down. Oh, okay. I see. Because under the rewards here, yeah, it says in euros. You're yeah, right. That's, that's what I was okay. looking at. Okay. Up at the top where it says what they've done is it's in a USDs for me. Oh, that's weird. Okay. <laughs> that's really strange. Yeah. Cool. All right. This well, is whatever. 45 days to go. <laughs> that's pretty 45 good. days what to go, this? and they've almost broken all their stretch goals. Have you guys looked into it as much? Like, is it coming to what consoles? What is. Uh, Linux, What's Mac. Like uh, Windows, PS4, Xbox One, and Wii U. Mm. Okay. Wait, not PS... Oh, so you PS4 you said first, that's right. Yeah. And that Oh, that's the last stretch goal they're trying to get, which they... No, the last stretch goal is I'd... simultaneous day one release. They're, they're Otherwise, they're all going to come out on all the systems just oh, whenever. PC okay. would be first. Oh, I see. I see. All right, cool. Yep. Are you guys excited for this? No. Yeah. And I didn't play Banjo Kazooie, so I didn't so, like them. Uh, so neither you did. I like Nuts and Bolts, but that's not I, really a Banjo Kazooie game. I, 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 yeah. Nuts and Bolts is the only one I've played. Yeah. Well, there's someone from Nuts and Bolts working on this. If that makes you feel better, it does actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the the thing with this is, I was thinking about it. Like everyone seems really excited about 3D platformers, and I'm like, no, no, I don't think most people are excited about 3D platformers anymore. I think they're excited about rare made 3D platformers. Dude, because there's, there's, there's a like, certain charm about their games that really is what everyone's nice excited about. If 3D platformer, check out The Last Tinker, City of Colors. It's a real nice game. But I a heard lot of Grow people Home are, like, was really more good. excited about this, so I don't know. Yeah. But you can buy that now, and you don't have to kickstart something. You could just have a copy. That's yeah, the but difference. it also wouldn't have the rare charm, which is, I think, the main draw. I don't really think Rare ever had any charm I cared about. Viva Pinata, man! You played Banjo Kazooie and like all those N sixty four games. That didn't feel any charm in that. Yeah, but I didn't did you, care about it. Did you play right, well, Viva Pinata? It's also not for you. So <laughs> no, no, it's not. I know. I mean, I'm okay with Viva Pinata. Is so good. God mean, damn it! <laughs> almost twenty five thousand people have backed this, so clearly there is a market for it. So 
Yeah, no, for sure, there is. And I'm glad that they made their goal. Well, they made way more than their goal, but they, I'm they glad they made their goal. They crushed their goal, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, uh, The Last of Us, this was announced today, is getting broken up into multiple parts. Uh, the game itself, the multiplayer, and the uh, Left Behind DLC, I believe mm-hmm. they're going to be 10 bucks each. Uh, which is not a good deal. You can get a download code for The Last of Us Remastered for around $13 right now. Don't do this. <laughs> 13 wow. What? Yeah, that's, that's what I was seeing on Twitter. People were like, this is not a good deal. Here's a link to, you know, blank site that is offering remastered for 13 bucks or whatever. Um, but if you wanted just one of those, you can get them for 10 bucks. That's May 12th, I believe. May 12th or May 14th. Mm-hmm. I don't... If that, that's a thing that's happening, uh, Xbox Live Games with Gold uh, sucks. But let's talk yeah. about what you're going to get this month in May. Um, Castle Storm Definitive Edition on Xbox One. Sure, that's okay. Pool Nation Effects. That same one from last month. Hmm. I, I think this? what they're I think what they're doing, and I might be wrong on this, is they have one uh, Xbox One game set to renew at the beginning of the month, and one that sets up to renew at the middle of the month, because Pool Nation, I remember showing up at the middle of the month last month, because I have it. Great. Uh, billiards. Awesome. Uh, and for 360, you get Man. Mafia 2 and Formula 1 2013. Those hot new titles. Mafia 2, man. Mafia in 2. In stores now, or Xbox. How old is Mafia 2? I want to see when this first came out. Uh, Four years. Mafia 2 came out in 2011. You're right, four years ago. Oh, okay. In fact, it came out April 19th, so we just we just passed the four-year anniversary. Way to well, go, clearly, Mafia that was 2. The plan. Congratulations. Happy birthday, Mafia 2. Happy birthday, Mafia 2. <laughs> You're four now. Yeah, wait, Awesome. And just so now you can get that for free on your uh, on your 360. Great. Uh, let's talk about a good service, PlayStation Plus. Mm-hmm. For the month of May, we're getting a whole bunch of games. Mm-hmm. We're um, although we're getting Guacamelee again, which I feel like almost every second month we get Guacamelee. Is that just me? I think it's but like every anyway. console for some reason just celebrates Guacamelee at some point. Yeah, we're, so. so we're getting the Super Turbo Championship Edition. Maybe we keep getting like each individual edition for free. But anyway, that's coming. Um, Ether One for PS4. I guess this is a new game coming out. Uh, uh, looks like a 3D p- puzzler. Uh, we're getting Unfinished Swan on uh, PlayStation 4, 3, and Vita. Mm-hmm. I'll probably download that uh, uh, to show the girlfriend because it's kind of a cool game. Uh, Race the Sun for PlayStation 4, 3, and Vita. Uh, Hohokam for PlayStation 4, 3, and Vita, and Murasaki Baby for PlayStation Vita. Uh, so we're getting all that in May. Um, yep. So PlayStation uh, Plus wins May, I guess, right? It's not oh, hard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, it's hard. not hard. It's not hard. <laughs> yeah, uh, and last thing is D4 is coming to PC. Fuck yes. Um, I can finally play it. I guess just as being selfish, I would really like to see part two of that game so people should play this one <laughs> yeah like what was up it was episodic but we never got any more episodes well the first one it was the first three episodes it was prologue and episode one and episode two that's what you got for that mm. um and i would like to see where it goes because d4 is a weird game and i like sweary and mm-hmm. and i don't want him to like be out of a job Sweary's is great <sighs> if you tell him that you love him on twitter he'll usually say i love you too yeah, 
he it's he'll weird. follow you back. I'm pretty sure he is following me. <laughs> yeah, for whatever <laughs> he reason, he follows everybody. It's crazy. Yeah. I love that guy. Anyway, um, D4. Yeah, no release date or anything, but it was just announced that it is coming to uh, PC. So if you missed it on Xbox One, I don't think it was on 360. Um, mm. You can no, get that. It was it was Xbox uh, One exclusive. Yeah. Yep. Um. All right, and with that, let's go on to the questions. Uh, top-down perspective at gmail.com is the email address to send questions in. You can also uh, send us them on Twitter at TDP Podcast, mm-hmm. and there's also the Facebook group. Just search Top Down Perspective. Um, this first one comes in from Devin. He says, uh, including Avengers two, rank the movies of the current Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, he gives his own list. Uh, we can run through that real quick. Uh, he says pre-Avengers 2, so I guess he hasn't seen Avengers 2 yet. But he okay. puts the Avengers at the top, followed by Iron Man, Guardians of the Galaxy, Captain America, Iron Man 3, Captain America 2, Thor 2, Iron Man 2, Thor, and Screw the Hulk. That's uh, what I mean. He, he then finishes with also thanks to Sean and Paul for recommending Daredevil to me. It's so good because it has the Marvel touch that Arrow and Flash don't have. I would like nice. to quickly point out that Flash is fantastic. Um, I haven't watched it. Flash is really good. Arrow is getting hard to watch again uh, <laughs> with all the melodrama going on. Is, is Arrow um, turning into Smallville again? No, it's turning into Batman, which is kind of interesting. What? But it's also re- like, yeah, like a bunch of things that have happened in the Batman universe. They're just doing that, but with Green Arrow now. Okay. Which is kind of cool, but it's just it's got that you know CW drama like really in there, and it's coming back quite a bit. Does it but, do that um, whole like the next time on the Arrow or whatever at the end? No. No. Okay. It. Yeah. No. 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 Okay. Um. But but the Flash is totally fun, and they're doing crazy, ridiculous stuff. Like, gr- I believe the next episode has Gorilla Grodd in it. Which, if you don't know who what? that is, that's a what? telepathic gorilla, and he's in the next episode. And they've already shown him before at the end of it, like as cliffhanger stuff. But he's the villain of the next episode. Like they're going comic book silly with the Flash, and it's re- and it's really great. Um. Cool. Glad to hear. So Flash is good. But yeah, no, Daredevil's great. I'm glad uh, we were able to recommend it for someone. Um, John, do you have your list ready? Or Paul's? Either trying of you guys trying ready to think of it right now. I'll okay. agree with... I think I'll agree with the first two, Avengers and Iron Man. Top two. Not me. Captain America goes between Avengers and Iron Man for me. Okay, all right. One at a time. Let's... Paul, you know what's what? your list? No, wait. Let me copy and paste this into a notepad and I'll... Yeah, you, you know what? I'm going to do the same thing as well, too. Sean, you go ahead and vamp. <laughs> Okay. Uh, well, I mean, I wasn't ready either. Okay. Um, I guess we can put Avenger. We can put Avengers two on the list. Can we? Because we've seen it. I, well, we can. We've seen it. Okay. Um. Okay. For me, uh, I, I'll go. I'll go kind of slow to help buy you guys time as well. Uh, I think Avengers one is at the top for me. Then yeah. I think I would put. Uh, I think I would put Captain America two right after it. And then Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, then Avengers 2, then I think I would put Incredible Hulk. I don't agree with his Screw the Hulk thing. Yeah, I, I, like, yeah. I like the Edward Norton Hulk movie. Um, 
then I would put Thor 2, then Iron Man 1, then, um, then Iron Man 3, then Thor... Did I say Captain America 1 yet? I think so. I don't know. I thought so. Um, I think I did. I have my list. Uh, I've got Iron Man. Too. Iron Man two is the worst, and the first Hulk is even worse than that. So there is a list. If anyone was actually like keeping track of that, okay, uh, Paul, what's your list? Avengers number one, Captain America one number two, uh, Iron Man one number three, Guardians of the Galaxy four, Captain America two five, Avengers two six, Thor uh, one. 7, Incredible Hulk 8, Iron Man 3, and then Iron Man 2 are the last ones, and I haven't seen Thor 2. I, I like Thor 2. In, I forgot that in Avengers 2. Uh, I'm going to go Avengers 1 first, then Iron Man 1, then Captain America 1, then Avengers 2. See, my problem is I liked a lot of these movies equally, so I don't even think of <laughs> sure. like yeah, putting yeah. them in order. So yeah. so I would put a lot of these at the same point. But yeah, Avengers 2. Like I'd probably, I'd probably put like Captain America 2 and Guardians of the Galaxy on the same point for myself. Yes, yeah, me too. Because I'm like, I really liked Captain America 2. but I'm Captain I America 2 is really good. Yeah, but I, I'm like, it's I've got it listed slightly under Guardians of the Galaxy. So yeah, sure. Captain America yeah. 2, Iron Man 3, Iron Man 2, The Incredible Hulk. The Edward Norton one was pretty good. I liked it. Thor 2 and Thor 1. Both Thor movies are good, but they're the lowest good. No, Thor's just... I'm, I'm just not a huge fan of the Iron fun. Man movies. Like, I really don't like 2, and I didn't care about 3 oh, dude, like, yeah. at all. I didn't like 2 at all. I really See, I didn't mind 2. Though. I didn't mind 2, and I liked 3. Nah, but, like, it, it's from really like, I bad. like them, but the other movies are better. 3 I was I think fine. 2 is, like, except for Hulk 1, which is really bad. Oh, the Eric uh, Banner Iron Man yeah, 2 no, no is my least favorite. Yeah, like it's it's so crazy that that's considered part of it. Like it almost doesn't even seem like it should be connected to it. Um, people are mentioning Spider Man, but that it's not part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, so we can't talk about it yet. Um, mm. Yet, exactly. We'll come, the, we'll the come new, back to the, that. We'll come back to this in a couple of years, I guess. Yeah. Um, All right. Uh, yeah, uh, next I question. I would have put like half that list on the same spot. I would have put like half that list in like number two, five movies. <laughs> yeah, I mean Iron yeah. Man one and Captain America one are pretty on equal terms. I think I just like Captain America a little bit. I, more. I think the main reason I like Captain America one so much is because it's just like such a timepiece at the same yeah. time while still being like this ridiculous superhero movie. Yeah, and just Captain America two was just funny and charming. So. I think I liked it because I didn't really give a shit about Captain America in the comic books, and that made me actually like that dude, that mm. movie. So, Captain America too, they do just, like a really good job of making him seem like really powerful. Mm. Which, uh, like, he's running through walls and like doors and stuff. Yeah, Captain America two is a fun time. Yeah. All right. Next question comes from Bitte Kites. Okay, so here's my question. For the question section, how good do you think the graphics and game No Man's Sky will be when released as a full game, not alpha or beta? Good. I yeah. I think it looks great already. It already so. looks great. I want yeah. to see more of what that actual game will be. <laughs> it's it's not even going to be out for like another year at least, right? Like they're going to be developing that for ages. Yeah, yeah probably. I, I almost feel like no, that's a I game that's almost going to skip this current generation or be close I to I could it. see... I, no way. I could see that game coming out this fall. Really? really? 
Hmm. Yeah. And then I, I double down. No, on no. The, they they, they promised way too much. I'm not. No, 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 no. I guess we'll see at E3, but I would not be surprised if that gets comes out this year. Yeah. But like your thing of like saying maybe not even this generation, that's crazy talk. Okay, that I agree. That is a little bit yeah. crazy. I don't think I don't know. They they promised a lot with No Man's Sky. They did and I don't think they're going to hit half of what they promised, but that's probably fine. That doesn't mean it won't get released. Good. Right, right. Mm. It look but like graphically it looks fine already from what I've seen. I'm excited to see more. Isn't that just a small team too? It's the Joe Danger guys, right? Was it really? I think, I think so, yeah. Right. I thought it was. Yeah. Weird. Joe Danger is great, uh, too. <laughs> uh, David writes, uh, Robot Roller Derby Disco Dodgeball is on sale, in case any of you wanted to spread the word. Yeah, word spread. Go buy that game. It's fun. Can can uh, confirm, uh, the Joe Danger developers are making No Man's Sky, which is slated for 2015. I thought you were going to say, can confirm, Robot Roller Derby Told Disco you. Dodgeball is a good game. <laughs> can also <laughs> confirm that is a good game. <laughs> All right, I don't know this guy's uh, name, but his Twitter handle <laughs> is Erections. Um, he writes in... What? I love it. ...with uh, <laughs> opinions on the game Hatred. Which one is Hatred? The Hatred one... is the, one, the mass murder game, basically. That's what I, I thought know, it was. Yeah. I didn't play it. Did anyone play that game? No. Is it out? No. Is it even out? I don't remember. It was originally I, remember I thought I remember Steam. Paul having some opinions on it. I just I, I just don't like when developers make a game a shock game for free money basically. He also adds unrelated do we need more time travel in video games? Only I mean I'm enjoying uh well, what's that it'll, Square Enix? It, it'll come, game. Yeah, it'll come to you. You got it. Life, Life is strange. Yeah, there Life you go. Yeah. I'm enjoying that. Um so time travel is cool. Yeah. Hatred's supposedly coming out June 1st. Great, June first. One month it, exactly. It, it's been it's been greenlit. Uh, the next one we bas- we already talked about. So, which one was uh, the next one? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we already talked about that. Uh, Brittany asks, grossest fatality in MKX. Grossest. Um, oh, I haven't I haven't seen them all yet to be honest. Really. That I, was like the I first that I did was watching a video of all yeah, of them. I haven't no, that I've screwed that. I'm going to experience it myself and unlock them. So. Oh yeah, the easy fatalities. What? No, not even that. I mean, Casu- like literally. There's a fucking John. training mode. You pick a care. You pick a character. Like, no. All right, here's how you do this fatality. The selfie I've, one I've, is probably the best. That one's funny. It's That's not her main great. one. That's like her unlock no. one, which makes yeah. me a little sad. Uh, he's right though. The Molina ones are gross. Like the just straight. F- the first one, I guess, the one like with the head on the size. There's a lot of cutting people in half in this game, like straight down the middle sort of thing. There, there kind of always was, especially since Kung Lao. Yeah, yeah. That I think the worst thing about that fatality is that there's a moment where the like guy you're killing like gets out of his daze and realizes what's about to happen. <laughs> That's pretty brutal. I don't know. I, I, I'm desensitized to it at this point, so... It's just kind of like... Eh. Yeah. Gor- Goros are pretty entertaining. They're, they're, <laughs> Ripping they're exactly, all the limbs off at the same time? They're exactly what you expect them to be, which is the funny part. You ex- Except yeah. for the fucking peekaboo one. All right, all right, I'll give you the peekaboo one a little peek-a-boo. bit. Peekaboo. Fucking peekaboo. Peekaboo. 
Yeah, I think that's actually it's what it's so called. Good. It is. That's what it's called. It's so good. Uh, I need to play more of that game. Jordan Nay writes in, what do you want to see happen with Metal Gear Solid now that Kojima is gone? I want Kojima to make his own studio and release more. <laughs> like, I don't know what else you'd say. Well, that that's not quite the question because they're asking about Metal Gear, not Kojima. Yeah, what do you want to see happen with Metal Gear Solid now that he's gone? I want him to get Metal Gear Solid's name back and just make more of them under a different name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I don't think he wants to, right? I, I don't I, know. I feel like he'd be so done with Metal Gear at this point. Like, after, like, yeah. only, like the last, like, three games, he's been like, this is the last one, this is the last one. He's been saying this since was... Metal Gear Solid 2. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So the last, like, while, he's been saying it's the last one. So I'm assuming Konami was just like, hey, make another one, here's some money. Um... I don't know what I want to see. Uh, I want to see him make more crazy shit like, um, God, uh, Box Eye, the one that used like the solar panel. Mm. I want more crazy shit. Sure. Right, but what do you want from the question again? What do you want from Metal <laughs> Gear Solid? Yeah, uh, from Metal Gear Solid itself, I. It doesn't matter at this point. We got. I want it to make sense. <laughs> Oh, yeah, if if no, nah, I like it being I, I want I want a decisive ending to both story arcs. Which have they announced Metal Gear Rising two yet? Was that announced? That I was leaked like or something. I think that was rumored. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of interested in that because Metal Gear Rising was different enough and just crazy, and I like the crazy stuff. Um, so I, I I'm assuming that's gonna happen though. Yeah, I worry that Kojima, or Kojima Konami is going to try to like continue the story of Solid Snake, which I feel is done. And mm. really, this is like Metal Gear Solid Five as it is is just filling up a gap that people already sort of knew, but like expanding it a bunch. Sure. So really, at this point, yeah, like if Five, as long as Five has a decisive ending that ties into the other games and doesn't pull the usual Kojima bullshit of there was someone in the background all along, and you'll find out next game. Then actually, I was about I'm to say I want ending. I want that because I'm a little tired of like oh here's like a couple years we didn't talk about let's talk about those ones I would kind of like almost like a new story that tangentially mm-hmm. relates to it in yeah. some interesting ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah, I think solids run its course. Uh, a couple yes. people in the chat and yeah, Echo saying the same thing. Uh, where are we here? Uh, another Konami um, one. Oh, there it is. Okay. Yeah. Coming from the Juker, it says, uh, with all the recent Konami shenanigans, would you say they are worse than what Capcom has been known for in the recent years? Mm. Ooh. I don't know. Well, Capcom at least was making money. That's the thing is that Capcom made a kind of maybe shady business decisions for money, whereas Konami and, and re-released a lot of their shit over and over again. Whereas Konami but, seems yeah. to be imploding on themselves in the gaming scene. <laughs> yeah, name name one of their main IPs that has done anything in the past like couple years. Like Castlevania was one of the last ones that they even did something with, and the last yeah. one bombed. Yeah. Uh, um, Metal Gear is one of the, really the only franchise of- and soccer. In North America, one least. of the problems with Capcom is like they couldn't even get Street Fighter Five done themselves. Mm. So they had to like come in and like super pick that up. Yeah. So I don't think Capcom Capcom is in a great spot either. Uh, like, do you think they are worse? I think what Konami does though is only really hurting themselves. 
Whereas the stuff Capcom has done before with like DLC stuff or whatever has pissed people off, like their consumers. So Capcom still maybe has done the worst stuff, but Konami's in the wor- more bad position in the gaming I, scene. I think it's more. Uh, Capcom's done worse things to consumers. Konami's done worse things to their employees. Sure. And, <laughs> yeah. And their companies. Definitely. I think that's Definitely. the be- think that's the better way to put it. Yeah. I think Konami's in a worse spot. Like I could see them, like, don't ending sooner. Yeah, don't yeah. be surprised if in the next like two years Konami is gone or bought out by someone. Like Maybe unless they did something kind of crappy. Like, well, we only have Metal Gear, so annualized shooter, right? Let's do it. That would suck. Um, e- even if that's all they had to do, if all all they could do, um, they, they would never do that. Even with Kojima's name off of it, like. Sales would tank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only ones well, that didn't know. have Kojima's name on it were like the PSP ones, and I think they only really sold well when they got re-released in HD with the games that Kojima's name was on. So I don't know. Oh no, wait! I think it was only Portable Ops because Peace Walker was Kojima, right? What about Acid? Oh yeah, the Acid games. Mm-hmm. No, I think he was partially involved I have, in those. I don't know. I, I have no idea. Uh, all right, talking about Sonic. Good point. <laughs> uh, Murr asks what our favorite N64 game is. I have to give that to Smash Bros. I played a lot of that. Ooh. Mario Kart. That was my first Mario Kart. Like, back in the day or now? Because I guess I could name one for both, maybe. I am a little torn on a couple of these. Uh, I feel like the first one that came to mind was Perfect Dark, so I'll probably say Perfect Dark. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I had so many hours of fun with friends with that game. I also had a lot of fun with Mario Party 2 specifically and Smash Brothers, so... I had a lot of fun with Mario Pokemon Party Stadium. 3 was the one I had. Pokemon Stadium 2 I played a lot of. Mm, Pokemon Stadium 1 I played a decent amount of. Blast Court. So oh, yeah. Good. That game was fucking hard. <laughs> it still is, but because yeah. the controls are not good now. It's it's specifically because of the fucking dump trucks controls. It's a truck. They were yeah. always bad. The trucks no, controls yeah. were always bad. Yes, you're right. Like, that was the Terrible. only vehicle that sucked in that game. Every other vehicle was fine. Even the one that you fucking, like, flew off a jump and, like, had to crash into buildings in midair. That one was all right, comparatively. I really like Star, uh, Star Fox 64 back then. Uh, WWF No Mercy was really good. Jet Force Gemini was fun at the time. Mm. I liked Ocarina of Time a lot. I really liked Majora's Mask when that came out a lot, too. I didn't, Paper Mario. I, didn't, I wasn't into it. I never played Paper Mario. Paper Mario was pretty good. Conker's Bad Fur Day was kind of just a novel, I, fun. I, I played time. a good chunk of that. The multiplayer was goofy-ass fun on that. The South Park multiplayer, the shooter, was oh, weird, God. too. That was on PS1 as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the only one we listed that's multi. Uh, Michael writes, in games where you can pick which stat to focus on, do you go for damage, defense, speed, or evasion? Mm. One Good. side one, and then I'll then I'll answer his question. I usually go for health, honestly. Depends like... on the game and if you could pick different classes that do different things. I think yeah, me, I usually do I, speed I, a lot. I feel like damn defense probably also goes with health, so I would probably say defense as well. I'm with I'm with Sean. Like it always extend health. I always extend health for sure. But I guess from these ones, maybe speed because um, I, I like yeah. being able to dodge quite a bit. Out of these four, I would go defense. Like depending the game, 
whatever. It's always damage well, because Sean, I never if you're gonna, like if you're gonna go enough. for dodging, go for evasion. That's literally what it means. Mm. Oh yeah, I guess that's true. I always go damage. Shit can't hurt you when it's dead. That's true. <laughs> true. Uh, Konagami, excited for Splatoon. Interested in the Splatoon themed Nintendo Direct next week. I'm excited really for Splatoon. Yeah. I don't really care about the game specific Nintendo Directs. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm the same way. Like, I don't care about like the Directs, but I'm, I'm excited for the game. Uh, Ryan Lee says, This is for everyone, especially Paul and Sean. Do you guys also watch Arrow slash Flash? If so, thoughts? No, I don't. Sean? I no. watched them both. I guess I kind of said them earlier. Yeah. Um, I like Flash a lot. Uh, I, I also enjoy Arrow. It's getting a little drama-y at the moment, but um, mm-hmm. the best part of those is just how much they interact with each other, Much very similar to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. DC's doing it on TV, uh, so that part's exciting okay. when they, sh- when they like, show up and help each other out and stuff like that. That's definitely cool. Uh... John, what about you? Arrow Flash. Uh, what's, a t- what's a TV? Mm. What's a TV? There I, we go. I don't watch shows. Yeah. You have the internet, though. You could illegally download them <laughs> if That's you true. wanted to. We kind of talked about... Next question is asking just, John, what is his thoughts on MKX? We talked about that a bunch last week. I don't know if you have any more. You didn't play it. I haven't played it this week. I played no games yeah. this yeah. week, really. So. Um, I like how they added that... also Go Ducks. <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're not allowed on here anymore. <laughs> Even if you are going to win. And last question from Danny Nigma. Thoughts on yet another fucking Five Nights at Freddy's game? Yeah, so I, I love how up. it's I love how it's called the final chapter. But guess what? Part four, of Friday the Thirteenth, was called. Yep, the final yeah. chapter. It was oh, called okay. the final chapter. Yeah. All right. Most then horror they series do that. They made ten of them. Um, is anyone excited for that? Thoughts on it? I haven't played any of those games. No. I, I'm curious to see what they're going to do with the lore this time, because apparently the lore is actually liked. I'm also curious if this is going to be some sort of tie-in to the movie, considering it's, like, a mm. lot farther away than the other ones have been. Because didn't we get, like, the teaser for Five Nights at Freddy's 3 in, like, January, and then the game was out oh, yeah, in February? No. There was three in a year. Yeah. Like, and this was taking a full year now off until it comes out, so... That's nice. I I'm fuck. I don't know, man. I know Matt Pat's probably happy because he just realized how much income he's going to be getting next year. That motherfucker's making a killing off those theory videos on that yeah. shit. The way I way I see it, not my bag. I find I found the first game really boring, but they, it still has a fervent fan base. So go for it. It's not any different from Call of Duty, Madden, any of the sports games. Yeah. Yeah. Annualized. Sure. sure. Yeah. Okay, uh, once again, if you guys want to send in questions for next week's show, it's uh, topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter or the Facebook group. Uh, what are your guys' games of the week? I guess John is Street Pass. Nothing! Yay! Uh, Hero Siege. And mine's Alto's Adventure. Cool. That game's real good. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. See you later. Later. Bye.